Hey, this is Lucius. Welcome to the first episode of Coffee with Creamer. Riley Cleethermus is on the podcast today. He is a cross-country and distance track field runner with a passion for school and psychology. Riley is a good friend of mine, and I'm very excited to have him be the first on the podcast. Riley is typically an introvert at school and can fade into the crowd sometimes, but I'm hoping that this will show that even the least known people can have interesting stories, outlooks, and ideas. Keep an open mind while listening to the podcast, and if you see it in Hickman, feel free to say hello. Enjoy. Hello, this is Coffee with Creamer. Um, today I am joined with my good friend Riley Cleethermus. How's it going? Um, and we're just going to kind of have a good conversation. Um, so to start off, I have an obligatory question for you, Riley. All right. Uh, I-, I want to know, how do you like your coffee? You see here, that's the, that's the problem. I don't drink coffee. Uh, tell me why. What, what about the coffee do you not like? Well, it's not the fact that I don't like it. It's just that I don't really need it. Because most people, you know, drink coffee for the energy and the caffeine. Mm-hmm. I don't really need caffeine to wake me up or anything, so I don't really drink coffee. You're a real man. Yeah. But if I was going to drink some coffee, maybe some black coffee with some uh, French vanilla. I like that. So black coffee, French vanilla, that's how Riley likes his coffee. But Riley doesn't need coffee because he's a real man. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, starting off, is there anything that you want listeners to know, um, or that you want me to know, or you want people to know as we go through this podcast? Know about you. About me? Um, I mean, for the people that are hopefully going to listen, uh, I'm a senior, Hickman High School, kind of just chilling, uh, getting ready to go to college, you know? Trying to decide which one to go to, or yeah. Like to run cross country. Mm-hmm. Almost done with the season. So, so tell me more about cross country. Like, what got you into cross country? You see here, when I was a wee lad, back in before third grade, I had my appendix removed because I had appendixitis. I actually didn't know this. Go ahead, keep going. And so. For like a week or so after, they were like, all right, you got to take this kind of medicine. Don't like exert yourself so much. So like that week, I got like the mindset of like, oh, I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to take this medication and be fine. And then from then on, I got real lazy, you see. Before that, I was like, oh, I'll go play outside and shoot some hoops, you know. But afterwards, I was like, oh, I just want to kind of sit inside and read my book. So like you got used to it kind of thing. Yeah, I got used to the laziness. So I was kind of, I was not, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty, pretty chubby, 6th grade, 7th grade. Mm-hmm. So my parents were like, all right, Riley, you you got to do some sort of physical activity. So they're like, you know what, they're, they're starting a thing called cross country. Because uh, whenever I was in 7th grade, it was like the first time middle schools have ever done cross country. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, this sounds kind of fun. You know, my mom and dad both ran at the time because they were training for a marathon, so like, we like running. Maybe you'll like running. So like, okay, we're going to force you to run. <laughs> so I did cross country, and I've just kind of stuck with it. And it's been really fun, especially in high school. So 
would you say that your parents are the people who inspired you to start running? Uh, by inspired, I would say forced to. Forced, okay. Forced, and then I just like started getting into it myself. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you know, it's not that hard to run once you get used to it. And I was like, okay, I really like this running kind of thing. And my parents, my my dad at least went to a lot of my meets back in like freshman sophomore year. Yeah. Because you know it's Saturday, they wake up at like. 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning to bring me to the bus. And then he'd be like, you know what? I'm already awake, so let's just go to his race. And, yeah. So I guess they would technically inspire me now. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. they were just like, all right, just, I'm going to force you to go. Gotcha. Was there a sport that you that you liked to play? Or was, was like, were you just kind of chilling to that point? Because you said that you after appendicitis you didn't really want to do a whole lot outside or that wasn't something that motivated you a lot um was there something that you still enjoyed to do at that point i mean i do the occasional shoot the hoops outside with family after like dinner or something but i wouldn't say there was like any big sport that was like oh yeah that sounds really cool i'd play that Mm -hmm. i was just like i mean I'll, i'll watch the games and i'll shoot some hoops but other than that i was like Nah, sports ain't my thing. So, so now that you've gotten into running in high school, and and you've been running for all four years of high school, right? Correct. Um, so now that you've done that, do you think that running has had a lasting impact on your life to the point where you would probably keep running throughout the rest of your life, or is this just a high school thing to get your parents off your back? No, I think I I would I am for sure gonna keep on running. Not sure if it's gonna be like collegiate sports wise, like join the cross country team on mm-hmm. the college, because I'm not sure if I like qualify for that or whatever. But I'll continue running because it's like a thing that's just become routine now. Where I wake wake up at five a.m. It's like, oh, gotta go on my run. Gotcha. So, in high school, um. Cross country is a sport that you practice in the morning, right? Yeah. Same thing with track? Uh, yeah. They, well, at least for the long distance track, starts at 6 a.m. And the mm-hmm. cross country also starts at 6 a.m. So, so with those with those sports starting so early in the morning, does that does that kind of suck for you? And like, what sort of effect does starting so early have on your life? Well, I would definitely say it's kind of kind of like a constraint a little bit. Because it like I can't obviously like most other high school students stay up until like one or two in the morning mm-hmm. to do homework, and then they'd sleep until like seven thirty eight. So like I go bed a little bit earlier than most people, but then that also constrains my work time because I do work at uh, West Broadway High V. Yep. Not a plug. Um. Definitely a plug. <laughs> um, but my shifts there usually last until ten o'clock and then in the evening. Since I can't obviously work in the mm-hmm. mornings, so dealing with like trying to do homework, and then some days go straight from school to work, or like straight from school to have like an hour of free time, and then go to work, and then have to go to bed and then wake up early. It's in some days, especially on like Thursdays or Wednesdays, it's like, uh, I don't really want to do this, but let's keep on going. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
So on, on nights where you have work late at night and you have to go to practice super early in the morning, does that leave any time for schoolwork? Um, and, and how do you manage that? Well, I usually, since I like to think of my, myself as a smart person, uh, I take a study hall. I've taken a study hall, obviously, <laughs> since freshman year. But then I leave myself that study hall, that hour and a half, to get as much homework done as possible. But the important ones first, obviously. Because if it's due mm-hmm. the next day and I haven't done it, I'm obviously going to do that one first. But doing study halls and then early in the mornings after I shower, like 8.30, have like solid 25 minutes to do any homework and then any free time in any other class. Like at the end of the hour and they're just like, all right, free time. That's when I do some of my homework. Gotcha. So so you like to use any spare time that you have to do homework because you don't have much time anywhere else is what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's during the weekdays, of course. During yeah. The weekends... Cross-country season, I have meets practically every Saturday. And those, you know, range from, like, getting back to school or back in town at, like, 3 o'clock or, like, at the latest, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, after a long day, I'm not going to be like, all right, let's go do some homework. Be like, all right, I'm going to take a shower and go to bed. Gotcha. And Sundays, I also work Sundays. So, I try and pump out as much homework as possible on Sundays. So have you heard of the guy uh, – I, I, I apologize for probably butchering his name. Um, his name is Elliot Kipchoge. Um, probably super butchering that. Have you heard of the guy? My dude Elliot, freshman? No, 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 no. Elliot Kipcho- Kipchoge. He just recently broke oh, a two-hour marathon. Heck yeah, who hasn't heard of him? Well, I was just making sure you had. Um, do you, how much do you know about the method that he used to break the marathon, break the time? Uh, he used uh pacers, which are people that run with you, mm-hmm. and he's running super fast. Mind that, so really fast people too. Yeah, I've seen videos. Uh, he had a laser in front of him, like a laser box. Yeah. Where it, he had to stay within that box. It's kind of like its own pacer. So when you he had to stay like inside this uh laser box that way it told him okay you're on pace and then he just did that for the whole race until like the last 400 meters i think and mm-hmm. then he just went all by himself yeah what do you think about that method um because obviously cross-country running is a lot different from that you don't get a electric pacer with laser guided i mean we got the pace car but but like you you don't have it like elliot so do you think that him having these pacers and that pace car and all that. Do you think that that um, was like is cheating? Or yeah. Something? Do you think that's cheating in any way, or like just just an artificial way of running the race, or or do you think that's a, a legitimate record that should be upheld? Well, I mean, he still ran it. Right. He still ran it all by himself. It's not like he was taking steroids or any like enhancement yeah. drugs. Sure, it's like pacing. It's like, yeah, they're telling him, they're reminding him, okay, this is what you should be running. Don't run too fast. Don't run too slow. But mm-hmm. he still ran it. So I don't consider it cheating. It's still a record that should be upheld. Yeah. And some people might say otherwise, but in my opinion, it's he still ran it. I mean, it's not like he was, like, doing anything wrong. Yeah. So, like, I, I've heard things where people talk about, like, if you have 
a, a pacer running right in front of you, it kind of creates like a draft. Oh, yeah. Like, do you think that there's any merit to that? Or do you think that even with that draft, it's mostly negligible? I mean, it doesn't really make a difference, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in my case, because I know I've been doing meets and stuff where I'd be like running behind someone. Cause, yeah. You know, there's a wall and I can't cr- cross it yet. I mean, I still feel like I'm running. It's not like, oh, this is like easy. Right. So. It, it's not like you can just let off and just keep going at the same pace. You yeah. still have to go. Yeah, yeah, you still I get have to run. Um. So, who is someone that that just inspires you? Like, it, would it be someone like Elliot, or um, is it someone that at Hickman that inspires you, or is is there like a teacher that anything like that? And it could be in anything, like running right. anything. Uh, I mean, in running, people like you know. He recently graduated Chandler Gibbons and Charlie Worth. Those are for mm-hmm. running because they're all really good runners and they're hardworking. Did you look up to them? Heck yeah. I mean, of course, it's kind of hard to look up to Chandler and not also feel like, shoot, he is so fast and I am so slow. But obviously <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're people you should probably try and get in program with. Try their methods out a little bit. But, I mean, in general, um, I mean, my mom and dad, obviously, is, like, the go-to answer, the cliche one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, mom and dad, my mom moved around a lot when she was a kid, so obviously they didn't have a whole lot of money at the time. Yeah. Like, every time they moved. Uh, my dad's dad died when he was becoming a senior in high school, mm. so he had to, like, kind of man up. Because he's the third of four children. Oh, yeah. And so I'm pretty sure both of his uh, brothers were already off in college. So he was kind of like, quote, unquote, the man of the house, I think. Yeah, I get you. For his mom and his younger sister. So he's kind of like mature enough. (laughs) Mature enough. (laughs) So I look up to them, obviously, because, you know, I'm not going to say any specifics, but they're, they're working really hard and it's showing for them. Yeah. So, you know, a cliche answer of parents. No, no, no. I, th- I think that's a good answer. Um, I, I like, I like how you understand, um, like all that they've done, and like that you can look up to them in that way. I, I, that's that's very, um, that's very humbling. Um. So we talked about running and we've talked about academics a little bit. We've talked about who inspires you. How do you balance all of these things? Like a balance between going to school, doing your homework, going running, um, working, relaxing. How, how do you balance all of those things? And, and what if you had to pick one of those things? What would be the most important thing for you? Well, the way I've balanced it is just like setting up a routine for the past four years of like, all right, I'm going to do this right now, and then I can do this, and when I'm at home, I can go to bed, get enough sleep, wake up in the morning, get my run in, get that done, go to school, and then, of course, whenever the job came along, 
improving a little bit, tweaking the routine, and then keeping that new routine constant and the same. Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. So just figure out a routine, and then that creates the balance, in my opinion. What was the other part of the question? What, what was what was the most important thing to you out of all of those things? Well, the most important thing, obviously for myself, I think, would be academic work, academic mm-hmm. balance, having like a not just like grades, like oh, I could say I'm, I'm a straight A student, but that could also be in like all regular classes. So like a balance between stretch classes, like maybe AP or honors classes, and then you know, balance between that and regular classes. Because then when the college rolls around and they're like, let me look at this guy's transcript, mm-hmm. he might have a 4.0 GPA for the whole four years, but you could have just been taking regular classes. Right. So, like, this, the college would say, this kid isn't working hard. He's just skipping by to get his 4.0. Exactly. So, uh, academics with, like, balancing between the classes and the hard ones and the easy ones and just doing your best you know people put so much pressure on grades it's like oh you want to strive to be an a but you know sometimes people just don't get it like some people just don't get math yeah and that's fine like i don't understand why the system penalizes people who just aren't naturally gifted in math or like science or history and they're like oh sorry you got an f yeah uh sucks to suck <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get too political on the system on this no, first I understand. pilot. Yeah. So would you say that that academics in that way defines you? Uh, I would say one of the it is one of the ways that defines me. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, would say I think most people would say I'm smart just because they think I'm smart. Because, you know, they think I have my stuff together and I have, quote-unquote, good grades. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I might be just good at retaining facts or equations, but I think that's one of the things that kind of defines me, at least. Yeah, I get you. Um, so, if you could be the perfect person, if you could be your perfect person, would you want to be the person who, who just gets the easy A in every class um, and just kind of skims by... Or do you want to be the person who takes like all AP classes, like super hard, super rigorous, um, but maybe their 4.0 suffers for that, um, or their GPA suffers? Or, or do you think there's a there's sort of an in between, like ideal person, like and and do you think that you've achieved that to the best of your ability? Well, I would I would definitely say an in between mm-hmm. because you know you could be taking AP U.S. History with Mr. Rodeman. And he makes it a super easy, fun class. Yeah. But then you could be taking, you know, like, AP calculus with some super hard Russian teacher <laughs> from that just, like, drives stuff into your brain, but you don't understand it. Yeah. And then if you take all classes, like, AP classes, that could, you know, obviously your GPA will suffer for that. But then, on the other hand, if you just take regular classes and you're skimping by, and it's like, oh, I got, I got an A, I didn't even try. I don't think that's, like, right. Yeah. I like to be in that in-between where it's like, oh, I got some, you know, AP honor classes and then some regular classes. That way, one for myself, obviously, because if I know I'm not going to do good 
in like an AP bio class, then I'll take regular biology or yeah. maybe at most honors biology. So you'll take something that you know it, it'll push you, but it's not going to be something that's above your head. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Because if you're not good at math, why would you ever want to take AP Calc? Like yeah, AP yeah, I get that. Statistics. Yeah. And then, you know, colleges might be like, oh, you only have a 3.5 GPA. But then they look at it, they're like, oh, you got some AP classes in there. You got some honors classes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's better to be a mix between APs and regulars. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Ooh. What is your take on music in general? Music in general? Just music in general. Like, listening to, not playing. What is your take on just music? As in, like, what's on the radio or just every music? Just all music. Like, all music. Wh- what, how does that affect Riley? Affect Riley? I'm going to say not at all. Not at all. I don't really listen to a whole lot of music a bunch of the times. The mm-hmm. only time I really listen to music is if, like, it's on a YouTube video that I'm watching or it's like I'm driving in the car. Gotcha. And then, you know, if I'm in the car, it's just the radio most of the times. And it's, like, songs I either don't care for or, like, I'm forced to listen to. Yeah. So so, so you would you say that music is just kind of – it's very secondary, and if it if it comes up, it comes up great, but you're not paying attention to it. Yeah. most If it's, like, a good song that I like, then I'll pay attention mm-hmm. to it. But if it's, like, some new single from Kanye West, then I'm not going to be very interested because mm-hmm. I just don't care about music that much unless it's music I like. Yeah. I'm not trying to diss on Kanye West. <laughs> so... Would would you be would you ever try and like seek out music, or or is it kind of a thing that if it comes up it comes up, but I'm not going to seek it out in my own time. Is that you? Um, if a friend of mine, like a close friend, recommends some music to me, like they're like, hey, you should really check out this artist or check out the song, then I'll listen to it and then I'll decide from there. Hey, this might be a good like genre of music or band. And I'll like maybe look into it, mm-hmm. but if it's like, and eh, the song isn't the best, or this artist is like kind of iffy, then I will just like not care about it anymore. Than yeah. Just that one song. So it's not really a big focus of my life to listen to a whole bunch of music. Yeah. So, if, since music is not like a, a large focus of your life, um, do you think that music at all has? has shaped you um and by by that i mean do you think that there is any one song or or piece of orchestral music that has shaped you or even the opposite do you think that um the lack of a drive for music has shaped you in the the friends that you have and the relationships that you have uh i definitely say that i've been out of the loop for some music and that's kind of like cost me or, like, I wouldn't say cost me, but, like, effective relationships I've, I've had with some close friends. Like, one of my friends, I'm not going to name him, just went to college. And he was big into music and, or, like, certain types of music. And I was, like, I would listen to him. Or lo- I would listen to the music with him. But I either would, like, not really care for it mm-hmm. or I would like it, but then I'd forget the name of the music. And then yeah. 
that what happens and then because i don't have a good relationship with the music i can't like talk to him about it and then like grow our relationship so mm-hmm. or like just all the friends i i have so so do you think that just having a disconnect from the music industry um in a way has has made it harder to have some friendships um not like harder i just say like or harder to connect with people in your relationships yeah harder in like the music aspect of it like yeah if the whole if the friendship is just 100 percent based on music then yeah i'd say i'm lacking in that area yeah. <laughs> but if it's like oh we talk about other things and the music occasionally pops up and i'm weak in like the music industry in that section mm-hmm. then i would say in that situation i would be like eh, this friendship is like kind of iffy but if it's like you know kind of kind of get me understand. yeah no I, no i definitely do yeah um so i know you riley you're very into um you're into comic books um and also the characters within comic books so you're a a very big um oh well actually actually i I don't want to say that are you a marvel or dc guy are you marvel or dc guy i'm both all right oh my god i can't they're of course, when you say comic book guy, I'm not the like person that collects comic books. Yeah, but I know about a lot of storylines and stuff inside of comic books. Yeah, and so I would say I'm both because it's they both have good characters and they are both Marvel and DC have good characters and villains and different story points and plots that are really good in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um. So, do you think that? that those comics um, and their characters have shaped you in a way? Um, just just diving into the lore, do you think that, that has shaped you um, in any way? Well, it's definitely put a hole in my money pocket. <laughs> I've seen, I'm not going to lie, I've seen every uh, Marvel movie connect in the MCU, and I own almost all of them because wow. that's how much of a Marvel nerd I am. Marvel nerd. I've also seen every single DC movie not gonna say my opinions on those ones but (laughs) um i would say uh if people have questions about like comic books or like my friends do they kind of like look at me like hey is that is that true or is that yeah so you're the guy to look for uh on the comic book front yeah do you think that um in that way comic books and their characters have like shaped the way that you have relationships with people um in a way that music hasn't no i I wouldn't say so i wouldn't say that it's like because i know a lot about like spider-man or captain america people aren't like all right i'm gonna hang out with you or like you know Mm -hmm. you know so is, is there anything is there any sort of like um medium whether it's comic books or art or um music is there any sort of medium that you wish to create like yourself or or at least or have a part in creating um is is that something that you're interested in or or how do you interact with that like creating comic books yeah yeah creating comic books or making music or running a podcast or well, I'm not the one running this. Podcast. No, no, you're not. But I'm, I'm definitely the one running this podcast right now. But, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say I've never created a, 
comic book unless it's for like school purposes mm-hmm. or i've never created music i've i've played the violin for about five years and i had to mm-hmm. like play music but i never like created my own music do you think that playing the violin do you think was that was that another one of those things that your parents kind of forced you to do or is that something that you actually enjoyed well, of course, it was like that fifth grade, sixth grade transition where like they wanted you to play an instrument, right? And I was, I chose violin because I thought that was cool. My mom, mm-hmm. my mom played the violin. She was just like, "Oh, you should play the violin." Gotcha. And I was like, "Yeah, it was fun." And then over time, it just like became like a hassle, like especially in high school. I only played it for two years in high school, but I just didn't have enough time in my schedule to like practice the music and become like really good at it. But mm-hmm. it was it just started becoming instead of feeling like a fun activity for me to do, it was just like, all right, this starts feeling like a chore. And mm-hmm. when it's something feels like a chore, I kind of like tend to like kind of try and cut it out of my life, you know. At, at what point did did the violin seem like a chore? Uh, definitely the last year, so my sophomore year, mm-hmm. when I don't know, I just that's when I started having my uh my job in the spring semester yeah so i didn't have enough time to play it in you know the spring semester and then i just kind of got lazy about it gotcha so i mean it was still a fun class and i enjoyed the people in it it's just that i just kind of like got bored of playing the same songs over and over oh and yeah over and over again the practice just got rest- repetitive yeah until like the recital and then I'd start practicing more music. Right, over you just and over the and whole over. cycle repeats. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so is there any part of yourself that you wish that you could change about? Like, whether, whether that that could be physical. Maybe you wanted to be taller or or more beefy or or maybe more stringy. Like I don't big know. Big boy. <laughs> uh, or that could also be mentally. Um, maybe. Maybe you want to be more, um, more extravagant or more, more out there. Like, wh- what is something that you wanted to change about yourself? If you could only change one thing. Oh, I would definitely say getting out of my comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. I like, I like my comfort zone. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> like their comfort zone? Yeah. But it's like I've been in situations, like take this last homecoming dance. I don't. That that was my first time ever going to a homecoming dance, mm-hmm. and like my whole high school career because dances just aren't my thing all those bodies pushed in one spot <laughs> hot the music's not that good honestly oh yeah because uh, you're not into the, into the mu- music yeah i'm not into music that much but it, it has to be a good song and there was like no good songs during this last homecoming in, gotcha. in my opinion taking shots yeah um so <laughs> i would definitely say situations like those where i kind of stand on the sideline and like maybe dance a little bit or like just kind of like hang around with like a group of people i'm like just kind of sitting there like i don't want to be here it's Mm -hmm. like i wish i was just at home doing homework or like just chilling playing video games i would definitely say yeah getting out of my comfort zone would be something i would like to change about myself yeah because then i could open up a bunch more opportunities for like me to either meet new people or try new things travel or whatever you know Mm -hmm. all that kind of jazz so so you would want to be much more of an extrovert yeah i'm definitely an introvert gotcha unless i'm with my friends and then i'm an extrovert 
but around everyone else, I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you being um, more introverted, do you think that might pose a challenge to you whenever you go off to college? Um, honestly, I'm excited for college just because I can kind of leave like, you know, we've all, at least in my case, I've been in like classes or I've seen people for since kindergarten all the way up until senior year. Mm. So it's like they basically know who I am and I know who they are. So being around like a new group of people, allowing myself to like express myself more or like like the whole cliche, I'm going to become someone different in college. Yeah. I think that will be like a good opportunity for me to shed my extrovert wings or something. Yeah, I feel you. But. So this this is going to be a, a much more open-ended question. Ooh. So – I want to know what are a few ing verbs that describe what you like to do, what you do, or what you want to do. So, for example, a, f a few ing verbs that would describe me um, is I like leading, learning, and thinking. Like, so that kind of like ing verb. What are what are th what are three ing verbs that describe what you do, what you like to do, or what you want to do? uh three um doesn't have to be three as many as you as many as you want uh, but i want you to explain them afterwards all right well one of ing running i like running mm -hmm. I, I think we've seen that on, yeah i plan on doing running like we said earlier yeah um i'm gonna go off of you and say learning because why would i go to college and not want to learn yeah i feel you because, you know, learning – you learn something – they say you learn something new every day, and honestly, that's super true because the world's always changing. There's always news. There's always something new to you, so mm -hmm. you're always learning. So I would really like to learn as much as I can while I'm on this planet. And number three, I would say serving. 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 I want to become a psychologist and just, like, help people, mm -hmm. you know? Or, like, try and, you know, help people or explain to people what's happening with, like, mentally or, like, why people are acting the way they are. So, like, helping those people and serving them would be something I would like to do in the future. Gotcha. So, what what is one way that you would want to serve? Serving? Um... Uh, maybe outside of being a psychologist because psychologist is is definitely i think we i think we both say being a psychologist is pretty far down the road yeah. um but like how would you say that you are serving right now um and are there any plans to serve um while you're in college or before you're a psychologist but like in that gap like what are your plans essentially what are my plans on serving yeah while before psychology Yes. Um, as of right now, I'm serving every customer that I have at Hy-Vee. <laughs> um, so I'm doing that currently. I'm also um, serving up some information to young kids at my youth group because I'm, I'm part of the announcements team. Oh, yeah. So I'm serving out that knowledge. Um, and I guess in college, before the whole career starts, I would like to maybe join a club or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know which club I'd have to figure out. 
or like just some you know maybe a club for ac- academics or extracurriculars like maybe community building or something mm-hmm. maybe something in the religious field christianity is kind of my thing yeah i feel you I'm not gonna get too much into that because i'm not sure what the school will allow no i mean um, this is not a this is not a school podcast this is my podcast you can do whatever you want well for the whole world i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> um, yeah i can't think of anything else at the moment but i would say hi v serving people uh youth group i'm serving up some information and then uh just getting serving the community in some way i don't know don't know yet all right so riley running learning and serving all right uh thank you riley for being so so much for being on my podcast being the first guest thanks for stepping up you hit it out of the park well thank you for having me we might have had some technical issues in the beginning but we figured it out we figured it out all right we're gonna close it there thanks riley thank you you're listening to coffee with creamer